Welcome back to the Flat Rate Tech Podcast. I'm going to tell you a little story. Several years ago, I was taking my car to the track, drag racing it. You know, I built it myself. It was pretty fast back then. One day I was racing and lined up against a Mustang. I beat him. Then another one. Beat him too. There was a whole pack of Mustangs at the track. I think there was like seven of them. They all kept lining up to me, and I beat every single one of them. I had to change out the bottles twice. Used a lot of nitrous. Anyways, after the last race, I came back to the pits, and a guy approached me and asked me about the car and who built it. I told him I did. He was, you know, he was asking about it and all this shit, and he said he was the owner of a shop that was well-known in South Florida, and he said he wants to get a tech there that can build and tune Hondas. So he asked me if I was interested. Well, at that time, I was hating the shop I was working at. I wasn't going anywhere, my pay hasn't changed, and I was making the most hours in the fucking shop. Basically, I was making the shop a lot of money, because they didn't pay me shit. So I said, okay, I'll come take a look. I got the address, went there that next week. I'm not going to say the shop's name or location, but, but I checked it out, and they had just moved to a new location. A lot of cool cars in there, most of them unfinished. They had a couple techs and a front showroom with some parts and shit. It looked pretty good. He showed me where the dyno was getting installed and where I would, where he would want me to be working at. It looked good. We talked about pay. The pay sounded pretty decent. It was better than what I was making now, or then, not now. The drive to that shop was farther, but not much. Anyway, so that was basically the interview. He talked about the shop, all the good things, you know, sounded like a salesman, but something just didn't feel right about it. So I went home and I did some research found out there was two owners of that shop, but now there's only one. They were having issues. The two owners were having issues. They were fighting each other. I don't know what the fuck was going on, but whatever. I found this out like a week after I went there to check it out. The guy kept calling me, asking me if I'm, you know, considering coming over there, and I just kept telling him I was thinking about it. I never went there. But what was funny is that I never went there and after about a month or two, after I went there for the interview, the fucking shop closed down. So I'm glad I didn't go. You never know what's going on with a shop or shop owners. Some are sketchy as fuck. Some are drug addicts. Some are good, but don't have the finances to keep the shop open. You know, they don't have enough money in the savings to get through a tough three months, two months, maybe even a week. Pretty much, the moral of the story is to be careful going to an independent shop or a performance shop, or even starting your own shop. A lot of those shop owners are the ones crying about the technician shortage. Well, it's mostly because techs don't know how long you're going to be open. And a lot of techs don't want to work on everything that pulls on the drive, you know, Toyota, Nissan, Volkswagen, Audi, a school bus, fucking lawnmowers, whatever, dump trucks. A lot of techs don't want to work on all that shit. When you can work at a big dealer that provides benefits that probably suck and supplies all the special tools, gloves, all the basic shit, and they'll pay you top dollar to come and work there. And you'll be doing the same work over and over again, pretty much. It has to be hard to be an independent shop that is actually a good shop with good owners having to compete with big money dealers, especially right now. That shit's got to be hard. But smaller shops have to fight every day to survive. But in reality... They're just hoping somebody, like maybe a dealership, just buys them out. Maybe, you know, just be done with it.
But that's not what happened at that shop. They closed the fucking doors, claimed bankruptcy, and all the employees had to find a new job, unaware that that was going to happen, you know? And when the owner came there to the drag strip and approached me, he fucking knew that shit was going to happen, dude. He knew he was going to be fucking closing down, but he didn't give a fuck about pulling me from a legit career to his shithole shop and closing it in the fucking month. Fuck that guy, dude. But hey, I'm not shitting on independent shops here. There's some very successful ones out there. I know a few local to me that are making some fucking bags. If you're in a great area and you got great owners, great management, great reputation, it can get you pretty far, you know? I personally would pay a dealership the money to have my fucking car fixed and know that if they fucked it up, they're going to take care of it. Before I would go to some shop off the side of the fucking road that's probably not going to be there in the next three months. That's just my opinion. You know, if you go to the dealership, you can just blame them for that scratch you put in the door and you'll get it fixed for free. Just saying. It's a joke. Come on. I know I talk a lot on here about dealerships. Well, that's because that's all I've worked at. I've had techs on here from independent shops and willing to have more on here and talk about them, but all I know are dealerships, so maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. I'm not shitting on nobody. I'm just fucking telling you my story. I did have my own shop at one point. A little race car shop. Not a real business, but I'm not going to get into that. But so you know, I wasn't trying to start my own business or my own shop. It was more for like a personal race car deal. Until they jacked the rent up so fucking high I couldn't even afford it. Would I start my own shop right now? Fuck no. Only because I'd need so much money to get all the tools, the welders, the lifts, the metalwork tools, the fabrication tools, plasma cutters, all that shit. So much shit to start. And not to mention, you gotta find a shop to rent it out or buy. Maybe if I hit the lottery, I'd buy one. I'm sure I would. But I wouldn't make it a business. That's just a little story that I wanted to share with you guys. Something that popped up into my head recently. But right now, I want to say thanks for listening to this podcast, dude. I finally figured out what was wrong with my analytics for Apple. I emailed them and told them I have no reviews on the site, barely any listeners or downloads showing up on the page, but my podcast host says otherwise. They told me, they actually wrote me back, and told me that I had my show posted twice which was causing a fucking shit show. And they ended up telling me how to fix it, so I deleted one of the shows. And wow, dude, the numbers. Numbers! Thanks for all the followers on Apple, Spotify, and wherever else you listen. And thanks for the reviews. I had no fucking idea the show was as big as it is, because I could only see the analytics on Spotify, which are crazy fucking high too. But now that I see the Apple analytics, it's fucking crazy, dude. It's fucking crazy. It's even more crazy combining when you combine those both plus, you know, a few of the other bigger ones like Google and all that shit and see how big it is with no sponsors, no advertisers, dude. That's pretty badass. Maybe they don't want to advertise on here. That's fine. Maybe I'm not part of their narrative. And that's okay. That's okay, dude. Because if there's a shop out there, a manager out there that listened to this podcast and knows that the truth is being told down here. 
And these are some of the issues that are happening at every fucking shop. And they actually listen and fix these problems in their shops. That's a good thing. I know it's helped out some techs. I've gotten several emails from listeners saying they made changes for the better. And took some advice that I didn't know I gave out on here. And it's worked out for them. And that's fucking awesome. We're all out here trying to make a dent. A small dent in the cause. The cause being basically take care of the mechanics in all industries or you're not going to have any fucking left you know stop complaining about a technician shortage when you run your shop like shit you're running mechanics out of the business we have to invest thousands and thousands of our own dollars to even do our fucking jobs we bust our asses in the elements the heat the cold the rain on the side of the road on the side of the fucking highway on a construction site fixing your machines with our own fucking tools that we provide that we pay for. Don't fucking act like we don't want to do this fucking job, you know? Don't act like we're the ones leaving the industry because of our own fucking choices. No, most are not. It's your choices. You, the business owner, the manager, the boss. Your changes and your lack of changes. Your business strategy, your numbers, your choices that help nobody but yourself. That's what's making us leave the industry. You're literally biting the hand that fucking feeds you. Fucking lizards. <laughs> Lizard people. You hear it in your meetings, on podcasts, on videos, in your shop. Without you, the technician, I don't have a job. They all say it, but do they really mean it? Are they doing what they really can do? What they should do? The lizards? Look in your shop right now and see how the new tech, the new lube tech, look how they're being treated right now. The future of the industry. The future of your shop. Look at how they're being treated and tell me if your boss gives a fuck. Are they trying to help them? Are they training them? Are you training them? Or are they just thrown into the lube shop and left by themselves with no fucking help? Nothing. Getting me going here. They're just out there buying tools off the truck for twice the fucking money that they're worth. And changing oil every fucking day. Fix it, dude. If you care about the technician shortage like they say they do... They'd fucking do something about it. Starting with the new techs, the future. It's fucking ridiculous, man. Some shops are out there doing the right thing, you know? So if you're at that shop, good. Thumbs up. But a lot of them aren't, man. I get emails from all around the country. A lot of shops are fucking terrible. The lizards don't fucking care, dude. What's their plan after they run out of technicians? What do the lizard people have planned up their sleeves? My guess... Is they can't fucking wait for there to only be electric vehicles. That's the industry's only hope to get new technicians. People that just know computers. Scan codes, test wires, and replace a fucking battery. But that shit's not going to happen for many, many, many fucking years, dude. And a new battery for those fucking garbage cans costs like $30,000, dude. When you have customers now that think replacing an alternator is expensive and they ask for an aftermarket one and a fucking discount, Good luck trying to sell them a $30,000 fucking dollar battery. Shit. EVs. That's fucking garbage, dude. It's my opinion. Like I said, I'm not shitting on independent shops. Do your thing, man. I'm letting people out there know that if you're having a shitty time at your shop, whether it's a dealership or shop, I don't know. I'm just going to start saying fucking shop from now on. Because it really doesn't fucking matter. And somebody comes up to you and wants you to come work at their performance shop or shop 
You can't fucking trust them, dude. You never know. These small shops, these especially the performance shops, they get sued all the time, dude. They're always getting sued. You can take your car there and fucking sue them. It's not that fucking hard to sue somebody. It's fucking pitiful. It's bullshit. But you also, like I said, you also don't know what's going on with that owner or owners. You never know what somebody's going through. They're not going to come to work and say, I think I'm going to end up losing everything in another month. <laughs> you know what I mean? So just be careful. Just be careful who you uh, go work for. That was my experience. And I'm glad I never left because it would have really fucked me looking back at it now. But I didn't do it, so it is what it is. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Check out the website, flatratetechpodcast.weebly.com. Check out the Facebook page, Flatrate Tech Podcasts. Instagram page, I'm starting to like more. Flatrate Tech underscore podcast, follow that. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. I'll catch y'all next time.